And we woke up the next morning, day two, and we climbed the mountain, bro. Like, 3,000 km. Wait. What? <laughs> no, what? <laughs> no, what? <laughs> no, I think, I think that's like a few Singapore's. <laughs> yeah. I'm oh, like, what the heck? A few? <laughs> I, I think it's a lot, lah. Do you miss eating Reggie meat for 3 days straight? This Ooh. is the Sanandiri Podcast. Hello everybody and welcome to the third episode of Season 2 of the Sanandiri Podcast. My name is JY and today with me, I have Jay. Yo! Joel. Hello. And Kate. Hello. And today we are going to talk about... Camp Stories. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! It finally happened! Material go! Okay, to answer your question, no, I I prefer having my hair on my head. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! All things you have to say that, okay. So, for camps, I assume that everyone here has been to one. So, I'm pretty sure, like, the three of you have organized a camp before lah. But if you could choose anything, like if you could organize basically if you could organize a camp for your UG, what would you remove or add to the camp itself? Like anything that you want to add or remove. There's no budget and there's no limit to what you can do. Basically you don't need anyone's permission. I would buy over Pulau Ubin and like tell NPC to go find another island. And then I would use the island to host a camp. What is this? That's why I asked me. Basically, you would just buy an entire island, ask NPC to screw up, and then just <laughs> use an entire island. Oh no. Joel, you guys, you guys NPC, right? You guys can go and use Pulau, Pulau Hantu, bro. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, the islands are just becoming, becoming like part of Monopoly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, Joel. If you could organize a camp, what would you remove slash add? What I'll remove? Or add anything? And honestly, I'll add more showering time? <laughs> what, what, okay, yeah, yeah. What, <laughs> what, I agree, what? I agree, oh my god. But probably oh, yeah. that's gonna be a little bit, yeah. But... Anyways, yeah. what I'll remove? Mm-hmm. Uh, That's a very good question. Yeah, so like, basically anything that you could remove, what would you remove? Wait, wait, okay, wait, this one's legit not a joke. I would remove packaged food. Why? Like, cater food, uh? Yes. I, you know, I feel like usually camps should have outdoor cooking all the time. It's such oh, a so you'd rather eat Maggie mm-hmm. Mee for okay, breakfast okay, after dinner? No, no, no. NCC got MIE. Oh, uh, yeah. oh my! Yes, very good. Oh yeah, I haven't tried MIEs before. Oh MIEs, okay. Oh uh, okay, so uh, I don't think we had that though. Because <laughs> I just don't have anything other than outdoor cooking and kids' food. Uh, <laughs> kid, what would you add slash remove? 
I would add more compulsory water drinking sessions. Okay, wait, I'm just shading one oh, of my seniors. Oh, we're doing more water parades. Oh, yes, more water parades. <laughs> water parades? Okay, seriously. Seriously, no. Okay. I, yeah, I, had, I understand lah, I understand. I just had a camp um, uh-huh. yesterday and the day before. Day camp. Yeah. And mm-hmm. yesterday, there was a kid who was dehydrated. And when we told him to get water, he said he didn't want to drink from the water cooler because, what, the school water got COVID or something. I don't know. What? Doesn't make sense. It's so he only, he's just that he can only drink mineral water, like bottled water, which is really... Oh, atas, eh, this guy. No, atas, bro. It's like... Oh, this atas, eh, this one. Okay. Kids these days, SMH. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Okay, so what's one point. thing that you would remove? I would remove... Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, okay, okay. I guess food. I okay. Yeah, I would say. Sorry, I, would. I agree. Like, cater. Okay, so so. Okay, so I know for scouts that you guys like to do, I don't know, oven shit. I, I don't like know how to say it. Oven shit. What? No, I mean. Oven wood. We yes. can. MacGyver different stuff that we can use to cook food in. We can dig a hole in the ground or we can bring cardboard box and line it with aluminum foil and then cook stuff inside. That's cool. But yeah. Different ways of cooking. Very fun. Moving on to the next question okay, now. Before that, I would like to answer like what I think our director here wants to add to a camp. I feel like to add like alcohol at night, you know. <laughs> like, can you imagine what, what an amazing bonding experience it would be if all our cadets just drank alcohol at night? Man, this Illegal, is bro. Haram. Imagine if you have like Muslim people in oh, the camp oh, 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 and then you're adding alcohol, like, bro. Guys, we'll be hitting with this conversation. <laughs> Can you imagine? What 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 if what if what if what if what if alcohol right? What if, what if alcohol right was used, you know, to like sous vide food during camp? Oh. It doesn't work. Alcohol doesn't go above seventy-eight. Wouldn't you have to like continuously pour yeah. alcohol? Yeah. It'll just keep evaporating. Jay. Science, my my guy. How how do you think how do you think like you know wine cooking works? It doesn't. What do you mean? You add wine into food and cook it for flavor of the wine and yeah, not yeah, the alcohol. Yeah, right. Not the alcohol because the alcohol evaporates off in the cooking. Oh, that sucks. Anyway, yeah, the, you, you won't taste the like alcohol. I want to get drunk eating food. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> okay, so moving on. What was the weirdest thing that happened to you in camps? Anyone to, you know, share their weird experiences? No. Any weird people? <clears throat> okay, so this is the newest one. Okay. So I went back as... Alright, so I went back uh, this year to the March camp as an instructor. 
Uh-huh. So basically, I was there to oversee everything, make sure everything was running safely, and like no one was in danger or anything. Oh wow! Okay. So basically, this one kid during outdoor cooking, this sec one decided to put toothpaste inside his inside one point five liter water bottle, and then he decided to bring it everywhere and then just shake it. So basically, it became like this. So the water became like this white color with like a lot of bubbles inside. Then when the seniors asked him what it was, it he refused to tell anyone. Looks sus. Yeah. So eventually, the eventually the teachers in charge decided to ask him what was inside the water bottle, and then and then sooner or later they found out from the person. Was sitting beside him doing, uh, fuel cooking. That he actually that he actually put almost like half a tube of toothpaste inside his water bottle. While he was instructed to put <laughs> toothpaste on the mess tin, not, not inside his water bottle. How? Was he trying? Was he trying? Did he like forget to brush his teeth? I mean, that's a pretty smart idea. No, but then the thing is, it's a day camp, not even an overnight camp. Yeah. You come, you come, you come. Why would you brush your teeth in the afternoon? Bro, is, you know that's normal in the in the western part of the world? Uh, yeah, this is not the western part of the world, this is the eastern part of the world. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> Did you say? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, that, uh, yeah, basically that, that was the weirdest thing that happened to me in camp. Mm, have y'all, ha- have y'all ever had like, like weird, weird roommates? Have you? <laughs> yes, I was waiting for that. Thank you. <laughs> so, okay. So when when I was second in three, I think it was my STC. Yes, it was my STC. So, uh, I was grouped up with this guy from last school, right? Then we were sleeping in the same tent. So, <laughs> um, when we were sleeping, right? Okay, he was already quite a weird guy to begin with, right? So like, I'm like, okay, cool. You know, I'm just gonna survive this like three days, two nights, and I'm just gonna like, you know, I'm, I'm not gonna like keep in contact with him anymore. Okay, that's a very actual thing. But anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. So as I was sleeping, right, uh, the the tent, right, it smelled really bad, and it is not, it's not like body odor or anything. It's just like, just bad. Okay, then I realized he farted. So I was like, okay, fine. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. So throughout the entire night, I woke up three times. <laughs> because, because, because of him farting inside the tent. Okay. And I vividly remember. And I vividly remember at the last the last fart, right, which was at I think 3 to 4 a.m. Okay, I had my watch on. Okay. Uh-huh. It was it was just a machine gun, bro. Like it wasn't <laughs> even a silent fight. <laughs> it was a very wet and like moist fight. It's just like Oh my god. It's so, so bad. It's so bad. It's so bad to the point. I can't even sleep. Oh I can't even sleep. <laughs> wait, wait, okay, wait. He wakes up and then he he asks me why the tent smells so bad. I'm like, 
I don't know. know. <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Right, but oh. the ventilation for the tent was pretty bad. Like. You, you know, you know the worst part. No, we, I, we do not want to, cause there's like insects coming in and shit. Oh. And I don't want to have like, oh my god, do I remember like sec two? There was this like rhino beetle. Is it? It flew in, and it was beside me, bro. <laughs> oh, Did no. you scream? You know, no, I put. He probably I put, did. I put my back as my pillow, right? Cause I was, you know, lazy to pull out my. Oh, I mean, I was busy uh, to pull out my uh, sleeping bag. <laughs> sleeping bag, yes. So I just like, okay, I'm just gonna use my bag as a pillow, and then I'm just gonna sleep like that. Then I hear buzzing, right? So I'm like, you know what? It's probably just a small little insect. Man, was I wrong? <laughs> I turned to my, I turned to my left, right, and I saw horns. I'm like, <laughs> oh. yeah, that's fine. <laughs> then, then you know someone who panics over like insects, right? Okay, honestly, I hate insects. Okay, if y'all yeah. if y'all know from previous episodes, right? They're like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, they're more of my phobia. Okay, so that was the most calm I've ever been beside the insect. That shit crawled on my head, bro. Oh no! Oh, no. oh my god, dude. Then oh. I, I was like thinking if I should move, right? The panic in me started kicking in like 30 seconds after it started crawling and then I was like <sighs> Then I just shook my head. The thing went flying, I just like I just like <laughs> I just like, eyes. I do not see. Yeah. <laughs> I started like flopping, you know. Do you know flopping? Yeah, like yeah. flopping like a fish. Then <laughs> <laughs> I accidentally kicked my friend, then he's like, what? <laughs> Like, what happened? Then you see the rhino between his screen. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm I'm dragging just, more people in here. Dude, but just a bunch of teens. But hey, that experience made made me realize that I'm not that afraid of insects. Uh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Nice. That was one step to overcoming the entire fear. Uh, kid. Yes. <laughs> if okay, if there was a camp that you had to relieve like if there's a camp that you wanted to do it again and again what oh. would you want to do which camp would it be sorry oh, okay wait this one uh... do you want to think about it first I yeah. think uh, <clears throat> I, will, I will just say one for the pure fact that it's like quite fun I don't know if it counts as a camp, but it's a scout campery. So, mm-hmm. went overseas to Taiwan in 2018. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it's like an egg program, but the scout version instead of just normal school exchange programs. So, that was, it was a very interesting experience. Like, for three nights the first three nights in Taiwan we stayed in this dorm at the side of a mountain or something Yang Mingshan then on the second morning like when we landed in Taiwan it was in the afternoon so okay then at night we went out to eat and then we went to the campsite to unpack and then we slept 
and we woke up the next morning, day two, and we climbed the mountain, bro. Like three thousand km. Wait. What? <laughs> no, what? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's like a few Singaporeans. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what the heck? A few? I, I think it's a lot, lah. Oh my god, 3,000 kilos. I hate it. No, no, no. Shit. You sure you didn't walk across the... Oh, okay, sorry. 3,000 meters. Then, it was like 3,000 meters above sea level. And very cold. The higher you went, because it was more windy as well. But it was fun. The whole thing, going out to explore Taiwan, or rather just Taipei, but... Still, it's overseas. So yes, that is a camp that I like to mm. relive. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Very, very nice. Uh, if I could include school camps, right? I think I'll include my sec two camp. I think that was a pretty fun time for me, cause my Saint John camps to me felt like torture only. Like, it was just there to make you a better cadet only. Like, there was nothing fun at all about it that I remember of. Maybe I just remember all the bad memories only, but... In my sec 2 camp, I remember the first time I went... Actually, I tried caving for the first time, which is like... They put you inside these shipment boxes. And it's basically like a simulator of what happens in an actual cave. It's very dark, and you have like... Some weak, some very weak torches to like help you see, navigate your way through. So basically, uh, I was supposed to be the first one in, but then, so we were supposed to grab each other's leg, when my friend actually grabbed my ass for some reason. So after when he grabbed my ass, right, I just, <laughs> I just kicked his, I just kicked his face, and. And then the teacher saw it, and then he was like, what the hell are you doing? But obviously we couldn't communicate with him, because there was like no mic for us. So what we so what we ended up doing was, because my friend snuck a torchlight in, we just ended up using his torchlight, and then we just found our way out. After that, after that I just whacked him for grabbing my ass. Because kicking his face wasn't enough. The ass though. Do you you got violated? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that at the back. Wait, wait, wait. This is the camp that you wanted. Like, you know what? I'll stay at the back. Don't grab my ass. I swear to God. Wait, this was the camp you wanted to relieve, right? No, I just you didn't like two camps. During one, I cried. I cried during my camps because I was so stressed. Someone then, grab yeah, then cause that one, right? It was like. Cause I just got my social anxiety, like it was just new to me lah. That's it. Everything is like it's cause your you know new school. That's it. Suddenly new CCA. Everything is new to you. And it's like you're anxious about everything. And then suddenly, you know some some set for that you don't know just start screaming at you, <laughs> doing fire alarm and some shit. And then, oh that then all you just. And all you just hear is just people screaming at each other, and then and then it's like it's just a lot to take in. So yeah, so it was like very stressful for me, and then I just don't want to relive that again. So I rather relive the ass, my ass being groped than getting 
Kedi kedi oh gila the moment I got my ass grabbed, right, I just kicked his face already. Like, I was just instinct to win this one, I just kicked his face. Oh my god. <laughs> so, so, it was like, it was like, I'd rather, I'd rather kick his face 3,000 times than, rather than go to fire alarm again one time. Dude, so, so it's like... <laughs> <laughs> so, so, it's like, I'd rather inflict, I'd rather inflict the part, I'd rather inflict the torture on someone else than... They have the torture inflicted on me. That's that's all I'm gonna say. Without I context, didn't know you were into that. Very <laughs> 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 Next, next, next. Okay, so, so basically, uh, right, yes, I only go for two camps so far, and it's my cadet camp. So, so basically, for I remember, I think it was STC. Yeah, so my group, right? Uh, we were not very. Yeah, no, I think it's ATC. Yes, ATC. So for ATC, my group, I remember my group was not very proactive. So at the start, you know, when we were pitching our turns and stuff, we were like lazy and shit, lah. You know, we just want to chill. Then like we yeah, we look like we like dead animals, so just forced to attack, you know, and stuff. Then like throughout the entire camp, we were like not that bonded as a group. We were then quiet, and then like you know, not really that memorable yet, lah. Yet mm-hmm. then suddenly. I remember vividly the most fun part of the entire camp. Surprisingly, it was not the campfire. Uh huh. It was. So, okay, at the last day, we were supposed to unpack our tents, right? Mm hmm. Now, this is where, where shit gets like. It took like entire 360, you know, like. Oh, sorry, 180 turn. So, basically, for the first time, right? Because, like, you know, there's a lot of like shouting and stuff when, like, everybody's like unpacking their tent, you know. Like uh-huh, yeah. keeping the logistics and stuff. Uh-huh. For the first time, for the entire camp, we actually worked together. You know, the quiet guy was doing shit. Everybody was doing shit, and I was just there, like, huh? Oh, so so you were quiet. Oh, so for the first time, everyone was quiet, and then you were wondering what's happening. No, no, no. As in, for the first time, everybody is doing shit, like actually doing shit. Then I'm oh. like, why <laughs> couldn't you keep this up for the rest of the camp? I think they were excited, bro, but. <laughs> Bro, where was that energy when we needed it like the response was terrible and everything uh, yeah, so that, that's the most fun part of the that camp yes. uh Jay <laughs> also, I don't really have that many memorable camps but like cause I don't have, I haven't really gone to like that many camps lah, but, uh-huh. but I feel like one of the camps that were like the most uh, memorable to me, it would like it would be like uh this thing called like boot camp. Uh. So like boot camp is like my for my NCC, it's like it's like this leadership camp where we decide on like who's the next like batch of like leaders to take over the company. Uh. So yeah, for my experience, it was like one of the most stressful camps ever, but like also one of the most like intense and I guess enjoyable cam- camps camps uh. Yeah, like like the most. Well, ex- memorable experience from this camp was like cadets being told to do push-ups. A disclaimer: This was like before push-ups were banned. Like mm-hmm. it, was, it was like getting cadets to do push-ups while, like, cause we couldn't change fast enough, so they had to do push-ups in like the underwear and whatnot. Oh and, my like, god! Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, and, like, not cool. And, like on the and, like, on the first day, right? It was like a super disciplined camp, uh, cause we had to choose the next leader, uh, And like on the first day, right? Uh, 
this, there was this like one platoon mate of mine who was like really late and like everyone fell in already and like uh-huh. the, they were doing a tire check and then this guy like went back home to take his uniform to report to camp then he was strolling into school with like headphones in and like I remember this feeling of dread like just looking at him stroll in with like headphones in because he couldn't hear the officer shouting at him he just walked all the way <laughs> he didn't even ask for permission to fall in he just walked and fallen in by himself and I just and I just like died inside <laughs> that was like that was like the most hell experience that that's ever happened in a camp lah. yeah another memorial experience was like we stayed up all the way until like 9pm well like to do a mission lah, because we had we NCC had to like clear rooms and whatnot. so like uh-huh. we had to like clear the rooms in, in like camo pain and like we stayed up all the way until 9pm to like do a mission which was quite interesting as well but yeah, I honestly would have done it again because like it's a very rare experience to have like be able to do a mission at night and like basically have like that bonding feeling with your all like all your platoon mates like when you're put through hell. Yeah, that's cool. Now for a message from our sponsor, Indo. And Indo me a day keeps the hair falling away. You're welcome. And now a message from one of our. Most beloved customers, Jay. <laughs> ever, ever since I started Indomie, my hair has been falling away consistently. <laughs> I remember, I remember going to the washroom in the morning, and my hair was gone. I could see my head shine brighter than my future. I would ten out of ten recommend Indomie to all who are interested. That says though, that says was so what kind of excellent. <laughs> For the sake of your health, please do not. Please we do are not. not responsible for any health implications that may arise. Now on to the usual program. So guys, so a few of you here. Okay, I'm pretty sure all of us are basically your alumni, right? So can y'all talk about the difference be- in being a junior in a camp and attending camp as a senior? Ah, that's a that's a very good one. Anyone to you know? Roll the ball. Okay, so I will get the get the ball rolling first. Alright, so cause I'm the most recent. Yeah, before before we do that, right? Before we yeah. Indomie will make your head look like a ball. He does it still. Okay, you can continue. <laughs> okay. Okay, so uh, cause I'm the most recent alumni graduate. Oh, the most recent alumni edition, so to say, right? So basically, because I'm only a top member and my seniority is not there, like compared to everyone else. Basically, I get like delegated the task that not every instructor wants to do, lah, which is like running around everywhere and checking, making sure that everyone is good. And then whatever the sir wants to be done, I need to do it as well for the, for him. But the difference in being of a cadet, right? A cadet, you can only see like what lies ahead, or at least for me as a cadet, I only saw what what lies ahead, like what lecture was in front. You know, when are we gonna get out of this? When is when is the shower time? When is the sleeping time? Stuff like that, you know. Meanwhile, for oh, a normal cadet, yeah, for a normal cadet lah. Meanwhile, as an NCO or Bro, uh, I said, you're a horrible cadet. <laughs> Yeah. Meanwhile, as a 
instructor or uh, NCO, right, we take note of like which whether this venue is available or not, and where and if the venue is not available, how are we where are we gonna change it to? How are we gonna inform our DICs? And like you know, we always make sure that it's <laughs> the schedule is always followed and. Like, so basically, we cannot detour off the schedule. It's not, we had to face like various consequences. Huh? So basically, as a, as a cadet, you have a lot less to worry about. Honestly, it might be one of the reasons why cadets get hell, because the instructors get hell first. That's true, though. Yes. That's true. But, anyways, back, and this one of my camps, right? Like the boot camp itself, right? The one I talked about earlier, right? Because someone, because one of my instructors' birthday was then, right? When all the cadets go to sleep, right? They bought cake, they had BBQ while we were sleeping in the basha. So it really depends, just saying. Wait, y'all had BBQ Oh, in really? The no, cadets and like, the, the in- officers and whatnot. Yeah. And like, the worst part was the basha was like situated at like this patch of grass. That's like right outside the BBQ pit. Like right in front of the BBQ pit. Try so, anyone who was awake at the time, like, could, could smell the BBQ being cooked. They'll know that. Um, yeah, and like, there was a kick as well. What? That's so nice. I want to have kick too. Did you even sneak it in though? They didn't, they just order. Uh, then, like, they, they, the driver drives to the school. Uh, what do you mean? Moving on. Uh, kid. Yes. What? Yeah, so what's the difference for you? Okay, so I've had my fair share of you know, taking part in camps as a scout and taking part as like campcom. In sec 1 and sec 2 kind of, I was mainly just a participant. Although I was games I see in sec 2, somehow lack of manpower be like, hey, get a sec 2 to, to do something. <laughs> So, I have worked with, you know, the Chemcom teachers and at some point in time, the alumni, when they have graduated and if they are free to come back or even to just help us in teaching stuff to the scouts, then they'll do it and we just work with them to provide them with whatever support like logistics so i guess i know what it feels like to be part of the chemcom which is sort of why i really enjoy you know doing camps and stuff like that because there is a <clears throat> there is a sense of accomplishment when you have survived a camp as a participant i'll give you that but once you maybe become older or whatever, what when you end up being part of Chemcom, right? When you break camp, you have the final debrief, your AAR, camp's over, then it will hit you and you'll be like, well, gone are the days of like meeting up after school just to sit down with the rest of the campcom and maybe even the teachers and whoever to just plan everything out. 
and within uh the campcom there's this sense of like brotherhood because you guys would know what kind of shit goes on and more often than not you have inside jokes as well so that's like the whole part that completes the package for you know being in a UG mm. so I would say if you haven't been part of Camcom before in like any way be, be it games IC program IC logistics whatever right? you're missing out mm. okay thank you for your insight Uh, so final question is I think mainly for the NPCC slash scouts people I don't know but what are some of the most abandoned places that you have camped in before so abandoned means like haunted or you heard haunted stories before stuff like that I don't think we're even able to access those places though oh yeah yeah I'm pretty sure they don't use the place they're very aware of the place and they don't use it anymore Uh you know because of what's happening so, I think I, I think I like heard some. Okay, I'm gonna tell you all about some like ghost stories about my HQ la. So basically, my my HQ has a lot of ghost stories. So one of them is at around midnight, you'll hear someone banging on the door. Then when you look out, there's no one, and then there's like a big shadow. Like you can see a big shadow like from the door that's going into the HQ. And you don't. And while they're banging, right? They're banging to get out, not banging to get in. So that's one story. And then the other one is, I think, I think the one is that the leaf will just randomly go up and down at like midnight and stuff. So it's like then there's no one inside at all. And then and then like the button will just press itself. And the third one is there's a baby, a baby cry that you can hear in the HQ while you're sleeping, ah. Uh. So basically, when most people are asleep, you will hear a baby crying yeah, in the HQ. So basically, uh, the most thing is that we came inside the haunted building. Yeah. And it is damn scary. Cause, okay, so for me, right, cause it's super hot and I was quite fat last time. Uh. So basically, I I couldn't sleep cause it was damn hot. And <laughs> yeah, last time I was damn fat. Eh. I mean, I still am, but whatever. Okay. So, cause you, cause it's too hot and you can't sleep, right? Most people are asleep. After that, suddenly the ghost stories become true. I only heard the leaf going up and down, up and down. And then when I checked, it was actually the. It was actually the leaf, right? The top, the lights, right? You can see is like off. But the leaf light, like the actual leaf, is actually on. When you press the button, it will come up. Then you just suddenly drop down by itself again, and then you don't know why. That's scary though. Yeah. Then and then then when the instructor came out, right? Suddenly the leaf went on again. So it's like the leaf also scared of the instructor lah. And then and then we are like, why the leaf scared of the instructor? What what the heck? It's like the ghost. It's like the ghost a cadet or something ah. Maybe. Yeah, the, the ghost was a cadet that they wanted to use the leaf but then couldn't. So so now he just haunted the HQ building and then used the leaf now, is it? Then once the instructor <laughs> come out, he's like, oh, yeah. cannot use the leaf. <laughs> yeah. And become normal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, from what I know, cause there isn't any more like overnight camps there now, right? All the ghosts suddenly like went and away. Like the crying baby stopped already. The banging stopped. 
and the leaf became normal at night again. So it's like, oh, that's very weird, lah. So it's like, so it's like, what the heck? <laughs> no, no cadets already. Then suddenly gone already, ah. It's like no cadets gone, no instructors also. That's that we are like, where the hell you all go? Then we are like, what the heck? What are you all doing? But you have to be frank though, like babies, ghost babies or whatever, like they are the scariest. Agree? Yeah, I agree. Like I, like, I did, I did hear the baby crying when I was on night duty. Like honestly, right? I would. If I ever see a ghost, by by any chance, right? Yeah. If it's like a adult, oh, or whatever, I'll, huh? I think I'll be fine. Yeah. No, but Joel, Joel want to throw hands at the ghost. But but if I see a baby crying from nowhere, yeah, hell no, bro. Okay, so that's a big no. Okay, so I did see a I lot more ghosts. I, I did see a lot of ghosts in my camp. I saw a lot in my school. I saw a lot in my central HQ. But I don't want to talk about them. That's for another time. Wait, 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 Chiwai. How yeah. did you know that the like people were banging to get out? Because yeah, you could only hear the banging from inside. You can't hear it from outside. Oh, boy. Like, one of the instructors climbed over the gate to get McDonald's, right? Then he couldn't hear any more banging from outside. He could only hear the banging from inside. <laughs> like, really. And then I was like, What? Okay. So. Okay, that, that's it. That, that's, the, that's the creepiest story that I got from my HQ. Okay, guys. Good luck to all the St. John's people. So anyways, thank you guys for tuning into our podcast. If you enjoyed what you hear today, do follow us on Instagram, u.rojang, and join our Discord server, UG Pride SG. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Peace. Bye-bye. See you next time. Bye. Bye.